bitch. Been that bitch, still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Forever be that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hood, Mona Lisa. Break a nigga into pieces. Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All the little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash shit. Pussy like water, I'm a mother and relaxing. I would never trip on a nigga if I had him. Bitch, that's my trash. You the maid, so you back him. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What was happening? Bitch, what was happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Miscommunications Talk Podcast. I am your host, Queen Gemini. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm supposed to say something? Yeah. Oh, and I'm your uh, humble, uh, kind of a co-host, uh, <laughs> DJ Lab. I'm sorry. I forgot about that part. <laughs> and we have our special guest here, Miss Cherise. How are you today? <laughs> mind together so we had we had took a few weeks off but we back we back right. i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend how was your weekend uh it was okay what did i do nothing <laughs> so it was wonderful <laughs> you relax that's good you, you need to relax how was your weekend it was good that's, that's good. good you know family that's good yeah that's good well i didn't do anything um uh, just took my daughter back to college. She's officially a college student. Uh-huh. <laughs> her progression and things like that. So, yeah. I am an HBCU mom. Uh, um, what, what, what super went to? So, she is attending Payne College at the moment. Okay, but in okay. the fall, we will be Jackson State okay. University. Okay. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah. No, so not was, shabby at all. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. So, yeah, we're going to do a semester at Payne, and then we're going to head over to Jackson and finish out the rest. So. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait to wear that blue and white shirt that say HBCU mom. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. You ready so, for yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah, a few things happened while we were gone. We had some interesting stuff going on in the world today. <laughs> We had some interesting stuff going on. We did, we did, we did, we did. So I wanted to do a follow-up. Okay. Um, the last time we were here, I was supposed to find out some information. You were, you were. And it took, I'm sorry it took us two weeks to come back with this know, info, it's but right. we here. But the incident, allegedly with young Miami taking her son to the club. Okay. It was not a club. Okay. It was Rolling Stone. So they had an event, uh-huh. and she took her kid to Rolling Stone. Magazine. But it was a it was like a big concert. Okay. Oh. Rolling so, Stone or Rolling Loud. One of the Rolling Loud, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Rolling Loud, yeah. Uh. So she took her kids to Rolling Loud. So What isn't that like marijuana base? It's everything. Okay. <laughs> marijuana base, stripper base. Oh, whoa, whoa, stripper base too? Oh. Yeah, it was going down. And how how is he? He was what? I think he was eleven. Sheesh. Yeah, so Did that you think that kind of early? Uh exposed him way too early. You think so? Yeah, you can't. Kids ain't supposed to be saying that too early. Yeah, okay, okay. Early. Just imagine him going to school and someone saying, yeah, I seen titties and ass all over. 
Oh. Just imagine the conversations he, on the playground. He might be the player of the school after that, though. Because he's uh, the same thing some other little ones I really ain't hope seen. he's homeschooled. I really hope he's homeschooled. I don't think he is. <laughs> I don't Good. think you think she homeschooled him. Come no. On. She, she not very well right. educated herself. So. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Miami. You know, she's cool. Yeah. I mean, she cool. She made a mistake there, but... Yeah, cute. I mean, I like her as I like her as what's her Carisha. I don't like. Yeah. I don't care for Young Miami. You don't care for Young Miami. You I like her as a regular stuff. I like Carisha. I don't like Young Miami. What's the difference? Is there a difference? Yes, it is. It is. I've seen the difference. Carisha is more reserved to me. Okay. Young Miami, wild. She, so she her persona, her she rap persona out is different. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But when does re reality and fantasy? Cross the lines, like. I mean, I feel like at Rolling Loud, she was in feel my young Miami mode. Mm -hmm. I think I really can't say. Um, far as watching her podcast on TV and stuff like mm -hmm. that, I feel like she sometimes be in Carisha mode. Okay. You know, and around certain people, she in Carisha mode. Okay. And then certain people, she in young Miami mode. She really turned up. She all the way turned up. So. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Okay, so, I'm, I'm gonna let you head out. Rolling Loud was where she took the boy to, and he was entertained by strippers. I, I don't know her real name, so you know how much I <laughs> I listen to her, right? Like, I don't, I don't know her real name, so yeah, we, we good with that one. Yeah, so the Alabama Bra. Y'all know it's gonna bring you, y'all know it's coming. The Alabama Bra, I am so proud of our people. I was so proud of our people. Our people, yes, we united we stand. They're right. Yes, we united we stand. We, what was your best part? What was the best part? My best part was, was the, best part? the the cousins. The cousins skipping to the fight. <laughs> you know when when you see some some men skipping to the fight, you know it's about to go down. Right, down. right. You know it's about to go down. When you in the chair. Of course the chair. The chair. The chair. And I like the hat flip. Like once he threw the hat off, oh, yeah. it was like it's time. It's everyone. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Love they that. need the free unk too. Free you know unk with Jill. They say he got out. Okay, well, I hope so. Cause they, I, was I think Slick posted the other day that he got out of minor charges, like oh. misdemeanor stuff. So. Okay. Lovely. But she deserved it. <laughs> she definitely deserved it. And kudos to the little swimmer. Oh, yeah. That nigga swung. He swung to that fight. He swung to the fight. <laughs> he swung to the fight. Kudos to him. Right, kudos. right. And he was only 16. Right. 16. I was like, wow. Hey, yeah. He said he was just talk. He was just doing what he was taught to do, or trained to do, or something like that. So that's hey. what he's supposed to do. You're supposed to protect your coworkers, especially if you know, you know. Now, if I don't like you, attention coworkers. If I don't give a fuck about <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck. You flip your hat, your wig, nothing. Your ass is getting whooped, and I'm recording. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you better stay on my good side, cause right. I'm not helping. Say, sit your coworkers. <laughs> we've had any issues, right? You get to a fight, you are fighting alone. It's you on your own. You okay. was on your own. Not even if not even if it was like it was on 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 on, on the pier in Montgomery. Not if it was. No, they. But from what I backstory, from what I was heard, what I read, like they all were cool. Like they, you know, they stuck by each other, and you could see it was, you know, they they was tight. Mm. Hey, click was tight. 
I want them kind of co-workers. <laughs> I, want them kind of, I want them wild to die co-workers. You don't get so. them kind of co-workers all the time. Hey, hell no. No time, I don't think. I can't say my last job I worked at, we were tight. All of us were cool like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we was riding. We was riding for each other. Okay. So, I can't say that. Okay. Uh, shout out to my last job. I ain't going to say no name, but shout out to my last job. Y'all know who y'all are. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, everybody was cool. And then... I'm gonna get to our guest in a moment. Yeah. I'm letting yeah. her. I'm letting her warm well, up. Let me warm up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm letting her warm up. Okay, I just talking to the mic like this. I'm letting her warm up, so I don't want to just throw her on the spot right now. Right. I'm let her warm up. But yeah. Okay. So allegedly. Allegedly. And alleg- Please oh, say allegedly. Oh, yeah, allegedly. He wasn't there. Yeah, Atlanta doctor uh-huh. is being sued. Uh huh. For decapitating the baby's head. Oh. That was on the news now. I don't know if that's no allegedly. No, I mean, I'm still still say allegedly because no, okay. I don't want to get right. all my stuff banned. I'm, I am live on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram right now. So, mm. but we're going to say allegedly. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to say my condolences to them parents. Right. Because first of all, them, them parents is young. Mm-hmm. And they probably traumatized out this world. Right. So, I want to say condolences to them. But that doctor... They say they tried to cover it up. She need her ass. Allegedly, they tried to cover it up. (laughs) Yeah, allegedly, she tried to cover it up. So I did uh, watch a clip of the funeral home. Mm -hmm. Willie Watkins allegedly has the body of the baby Mm -hmm. and stated that he felt like the parents was not even contacted before they even picked up the body. Oh, wow. So, because the whole procedure was done wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the baby never went to the corner. The baby never went to, you know, how they do the autopsy. None of that. Oh, okay. It was just straight from the hospital to the, to to the, the funeral home. To the funeral home. So, he said they had to contact the parents to let them know that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And you need to investigate. So. Wow. Yeah. So they said even when they brought the baby in for the mom to see the baby, that they propped the baby head was no. wrapped so tight. Right. Oh, like my. the baby was just asleep. Right. Wow. Yeah. So like they covered it up. Oh, that's And they just tragic. handed her the baby. Right. Yes. It's some cruel people in this world. Just it? know I will be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be behind How cruel bars. do you have to be as a person? Like, right. How, how cruel? Like A doctor at that. Yeah, like how cruel as a doctor who takes that, that Hippocratic oath, how cruel as a now forget the doctor how morally how morally uh, cruel you have to be to do something like that to someone so like what was going through your mind as a doctor as a physician not to inform this lady that you fucked up not being sued that's all it is money mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with anything else but money period I really hope and pray that these parents own that hospital and has nothing to do with and hospital already said that she wasn't a part of their practice. Right, right. She, oh, they already of, said yeah. that. that. She they wasn't a part that. of their hospital. She was a uh, someone who had privileges at yeah. the hospital, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, because like... But the hospital didn't say nothing. My OB doesn't have ties to the hospital that, mm-hmm. you know, I delivered at. Right. But they practice there. But, you know, so... Yeah, a lot of doctors, like family physicians and stuff, don't have... Don't, don't work at the hospital. They have privileges at the right. hospital, so... Yeah, that's true, but it doesn't matter. The hospital didn't say anything. Right. They knew. 
They definitely knew. They definitely knew. And they, they need to be, them people need to be set for the rest of their life. You can't bring their baby back, but they they need to be well compensated in something. Something needs to happen to that doctor. Slick said she, she would have whooped that ass with Hell the placenta yeah. hanging out of us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I agree. 100%. We, right. It would have been. <laughs> All right. Was that their first child? Yep. Oh, oh, wow. And they were young. They were young. They were like, I think they were like 19, 20. Mm-hmm. They were young. Wow. They wow. were real young. So, again, my condolences to them. So, yeah, let me, let me move on because stuff like that make my blood pressure rise. Right. <laughs> and I don't want to. Right. So, we back to this question. Shit. Uh, okay, if it's your birthday mm-hmm. and you're dating dating boyfriend uh-huh. girlfriend whatever uh-huh. should your significant other pay for everybody at the dinner no no they're not under obligation no no i've been to many dinners and i've never paid for anybody but the person next to me exactly the person who birthday now is. if i decide to buy drinks mm-hmm. that's different but i'm not paying for everybody meal that's not i invited you to the dinner you know the you know what the score is when you get there right exactly right. So, so, I don't know why it's the issue that everybody feels like if, if I invite you to a dinner, my significant other's supposed to pay? If you broke, just say that. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. It's giving real broke vibes. Right. It's wow. giving real broke vibes. You got to start putting at the bottom and bring your own money at the bottom right. of the invitation. Or say everybody on their own. Right, right. Yeah. We will not be paying for anyone but ourselves. Right. That's what we got to do now. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. So it's a, a argument going, <laughs> allegedly going on. Chris saying that's her female friends are fucking too. <laughs> oh wow, we make this thought in the ass. Such a thought. <laughs> CJ CJ Charles says, and that's her female friends are fucking too. Mm, he's such a thought. Excuse right. him, everybody. Um, but allegedly, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta's uh, co-stars are allegedly going back and forth because they felt like the significant other should have paid for everybody. The bill was allegedly 1500 Well, no, everybody on that show act like they got it. Yeah. Everybody on that show act like they may got it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not paying for everybody. I'm sorry. If you say you having a, if you say you having a birthday dinner, my expectation is not to for you to pay for me too. Right. My expectation is to let you have fun. If anything, we need to be paying for you. Buying, buying, buying drinks for you. Right. If anything, we need to be pitching in, buying you drinks, pitching in, buying your food or whatever. One of your friends needs to be like, okay, I got you. But that does that perspective change if the if the income bracket is higher though? I think the tax bracket is higher. Choose a place that is reasonable and. You know, you guys work work that out. Like, if you're a guest of the invited person, you can offer to pay for their meal for sure, mm-hmm. and then like a drink or two. But as far as like everyone paying for everyone, I think that's kind of out. We don't live in a world where you know what I'm saying, we should be doing. But all. that's what he's saying. If your tax bracket is high, mm-hmm. are you paying for everybody? Well, just because I got it, don't mean that I got to spend it, right? Right. You know that's what I'm saying? Like modesty is key. Like, if your guy was, like, in the millions, and you got a $1,500 check, why are we going to argue about $1,500? Right. 
it's not the point of us arguing about fifteen hundred dollars. It's the point that you shouldn't have came to this dinner with expectations of we're paying. Right. We never said out of our mouth that hey, come to my birthday dinner and we got y'all. Right. If that was established in the beginning, different story. But you should never have the expectation. With, that's that's the thing about reality stars. They just think everybody's supposed to dish out money. Oh no, right. it don't. Well, I don't we, think it worked like that. Well, I have my my little sister and her husband like that. They don't invite us to birthday dinners because they say the place is too expensive. Like we don't have our own money. Like right. Like and they they say when they invite, they gonna pay for it. But I'm like, but I did why? too. I feel like when you invite somebody, say for instance, y'all going to a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I had a situation like this with some so-called friends, because them bitches not my friends no more. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, if y'all going to a steakhouse or whatever, and you say, "Hey, we're uh, we're going to a steakhouse. Do y'all want to join us?" Then leave me the opportunity to say, "I'll go or not." Mm-hmm. Then if I don't go, then I know it's not in my budget to go. Right. Like I'm not gonna ever question you how much is it. I'm gonna look at the menu when you invite me. Mm. And I'm determined, nah, I'm cool. That shit, $30 a plate. Right. <laughs> so, it's going to be up to me to determine if I want to go or not. I'm not going to embarrass myself and sit at the damn table and be like, hey, could you could you spot me today? I'm not doing that. So Yeah, I, I, get, I, I guess it's, I don't know, I'm looking at it from, you know, they're supposed to be rich folks on this right. show. So, I'm looking at it from their perspective as we all got it. I guess they said, if you come to my dinner, I'm going to pay for you too. So what's the big deal? But me, I don't know. If I had it, I probably would pay for it. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let. A, but I a would let it ship. be known in the beginning. Right. Thank you everybody for coming. I got y'all a meal. So right. I got it covered. Right. Right. I'm not gonna say it if I don't got it. If even if I do got it, I'm not saying shit. It gotta be led first of all. Cause fuck half of you bitches probably just here just see what's going on anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, let me determine. Uh, what they say? Uh, English Simone official says, yeah, that's bogus. The, the means, that means you're likely only rocking with me because of my wallet, but not me. Um, Slick says, uh, CJ says, facts. Slick says, they feel like if their man, if their man's there, he gonna pay for, for shit. English Simone official says, sometimes you gotta sit events out. You can't always roll with the Obamas and Carters of exactly. the world. Exactly. Exactly. Why well, I can't? I'm rolling with the Obamas and Carters. Yeah, you say. <laughs> I'm rolling with them only if I got I'm gonna, And I'm going to write a bad check, but I'm going to pay for my no, shit. No, bad check. I'm going to write a bad check. Somebody on my Facebook said, where they do that at? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently in Atlanta. Right. That, right. That's where they do it at. In Atlanta. Well, I, but you shouldn't expect them. You shouldn't expect for it to be paid for. But you know, Real Housewives is not reality. It's not real life. So they probably told them to add that drama into the into the show. Well, I just think that's just uh, it, it hasn't even made the show yet. So, but yeah, I just feel like that. You know that that stuff like that. You shouldn't go to nobody's birthday dinner with expectation that you feel like they're gonna pay for you. Yeah. Or it should be discussed way before then. Like, okay, so we bring in our own money or what? Is, is we Snake say they also it ain't tricking if you ain't got if you got it type shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's always tricky. If you got it or not, it's still tricky. <laughs> and somebody said it's all about knowing who your real friends are. Right. Right. And I agree with what you said, Ms. Gemini. If if it's a birthday for me, 
then we should be buying drinks for the birthday person right. or whatever, celebrating her and her achievements or accomplishments. Whatever we're celebrating, it should be focused on her, not on us and you buying our food. Only way you should be expecting for somebody to go all out for a birthday event or anything, if it's an event, if it's a full-blown event where everything is included. Right. If, it, if I say a dinner, that means, okay, bring your own money. Now, if we go into the club, then I got the VIP spot. I got however many bottles come with the VIP spot, but whatever drink you get outside of that, that's on you. Right. Don't expect me to cover your tab, too, and you sitting up here buying uh, the most expensive bottle. Of course, of, if, they, if you buy, if you pay for it, I'm going to get the most expensive shit. Well, that's on you. You on the... English Simone says, if uh, I'm not treating anyone else for my birthday, so... <laughs> and I guess your man treating them will be... You know, you my, treat I'm not treating my, my me and my significant other. Not treating nobody if it's not stated. Right. If we don't state, we got y'all. Then don't expect for us to pay. Right. 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 So that's how I feel about that. Mm. So. Yeah. Okay. Like Somebody said you should have two birthday dinners: one for the cheap friends and one for the friends who can afford it. <laughs> No. That's a compromise. If you can't afford, don't bring your ass to the dinner. Right. No, uh, I'm not having two birthday dinners. Right. Because that's going to be Because like I said, me. at the end of the day, y'all need to be treating me, not me treating y'all. I mean, mm. hey. You know that new trend is everybody celebrating their birthday all month long. You know, so multiple dinners. Multiple I mean, multiple dinners is. Might be, multiple dinners know. is fine, but like I said, <laughs> I'm not paying for everybody to celebrate me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, if you're gonna celebrate me, if you say you want to take me out for my birthday, then you taking me out for my birthday. I'm not paying for nothing. Uh, K Lady 17 said, even still at a club, you may pay. Uh, CJ Trower says, RSVP, bring your own funds. Hell yeah. <laughs> that got to be established. Okay. I, I need this young lady to sit close to the mic or pull it closer uh, okay, to her. Okay, 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 <laughs> pull it closer to you, like, like yeah, a little exactly. bit closer. Can you, can you hear yeah, me now? Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm so, okay, here we go. But yeah, okay, like I said, we do have a special guest. We have Miss Sharice in the building. How are you today? I'm doing good. So I brought in Miss Sharice because she is an entrepreneur of your wishes. Could you elaborate on what your wishes is, ma'am? Uh, well, your wish. Your Wisheries is an events company. Um, the goal is, well, I've always dreamed of doing an event, doing events. So really, by me doing it, it's really your wish. So whatever you want, whatever you need, I try my very best to facilitate that. Okay. So I enjoy it so much. So Ms. Sharice is an event planner. Okay. And she does events. <laughs> so um, I wanted to know, so the reason why I wanted to, her to come today is to you know, just to get a little background on, you know, event planning and things, because a lot of us out here in the world feel like we can do events or whatever mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted her to, you know, give her insight on how you get started, how you, you know, and things like that. So my first question was, what is your biggest challenge about being an event planner? Um, well, thanks for having me. First of all, one more time. And, and I wanted to make sure I gave you these flowers in real time because you deserve them. Thank you. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Two of them. Here, here. 
Yeah. That's what I was saying. You know what? Next time. Next time. Next time. For sure. Where Slick Fly was at? Okay, I just. Well, I think one of the biggest. No, events are not easy. Yeah, they're not easy. And I think the biggest challenge is people often have a grand idea but aren't aware of the actual budget or right. the cost uh, to create their vision. And so what I try to do is help it become more realistic. <laughs> um, you know, like we can try and do everything we want, but we got to... What's your budget? What's your budget? Right. Yeah, like I can only work with what you give me. Because people want a Dollar Tree budget. Yes. <laughs> often, often they want a Dollar Tree budget. Um, but want you know, some extravagant stuff. Yeah, want to have like a, you know, VH1 production or Bravo production kind mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> Someone wants to know, what's your wildest event you ever created? Um, I've done a few uh, crazy things. Uh, one of the wildest events I think I created was uh, a lingerie party. Um, one of the girls wanted to do... Uh, just uh, a little sexy night. I can't get into any of the details, but it was a hot, sexy, steamy night <laughs> for the ladies. Um, and then, um, you know, I'm ready to do one. So just give me an, a wild, a wild event, and I'll try and like uh, come. You're gonna have to plan a pajama party. I love a pajama party. Let me ask you a question. As an event planner, do you find when you plan events for, um, let's say, uh, a wife or I mean, a uh, wedding wedding events and stuff like that do you find that the relatives are a lot more difficult than the person who's actually paying for the event oh for sure like they like to boss you around oh for sure there's 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 always 10 chefs in the kitchen when mm-hmm. you're dealing with the wedding for mm-hmm. sure because everyone has an opinion about what they think is best and what the bride should look like what the groom should like look like and you know they're they i think most of the time everyone's trying to be helpful mm-hmm. Um, but they're just getting in the way, oh, you know. Yeah. So if, if you are going to be doing a wedding, I would just say listen to what um, the bride and groom need and the event planner need from you because mm-hmm. I'm guaranteeing you they're going to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't be, you know, confused right. or, or in the way. Just right. stay out the way. Yeah, I find right. it to be one of those things at weddings. When I'm DJing a wedding, they request all the stuff that the, that the wife, that the, the bride, and bride groom didn't ask for. Right. right, because like this as they're coming down, that's not what they ask for. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to ask that. Um, yeah. K Lady Seventeen says, "Do you have an event hall?" Not yet. That is a future goal of mine. Okay. You know, we're putting that in the atmosphere tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want an event hall that's in the near future, and I also want to do like a party house. You mm-hmm. know, I know that sounds crazy, but I think a house on a plot of land. You know, to throw all types of parties would be super dope for our people. So like an Airbnb mansion. on a lot, a lot of Yes, yeah, so yeah. real private like okay. I, you know. So I'm throwing that one out there too into the universe. I like it. Okay, I like so it. yeah. I like it. <laughs> so what made you decide you wanted to become a event event planner? Like how did you know, okay, this is for me, this is what I wanted to do? Well, that's a really good question because uh, you know, I always wanted to do something fun and exciting with my life um what that exactly was i wasn't you know set on yet um but i did start um getting the bug when i realized that i liked events um going to parties all that getting ready for events getting ready to go to someone's you know thing 
was very exciting for me. Do you go to people events and be like, damn, I could have been better than this? No, uh, <laughs> no. And I, and, I, and I think, you know what, I'm going to clear the air. A lot of event planners just want to be there with you to celebrate. Like, we're not looking at, like, oh, I could have did that better or I, I would have used something different. But on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, I, I, I judge a little bit. Like, oh, I could have finessed that a little <laughs> bit different, tweet that a little touch. Right. But in person, no, I'll be trying to just be a part of the vibe, you know. Be supportive. Yeah, be supportive, yeah. Be supportive. So what advice would you give to someone who does want to suit, want to get into event planning? Like what, say for instance, a younger person, you know, starting off, don't really know what they want out of life, but they know event planning is what they want to do. What advice would you give to them? Um, I would, uh, I would have them do their research. You know, shadow someone. I think that job shadowing is very important for you to, you know, kind of see if that's what you like. You know, and then try and get handsy, crafty, you know, learn some skills that you can incorporate. Um, ask your friends and family if um, you can, you know, do a party for them or if they need any assistance. And then when you're, a ho when you're home alone, you know, just practice whatever place setting that you want, whatever. Whatever you want to do, I just say, like, just try it. And, but most importantly, you have to do that research because once I jumped into events, <laughs> I was shocked about how much was behind the scenes mm -hmm. first. And that's very important to get your back end straight and then move forward with your craft, you know? Okay, okay. How, how do you market yourself? Because like you say, you see people on TikTok, you see people on Instagram. Like, how, how, do, how would you market yourself as an event planner? Well, um... Definitely go where the party is or try and be around those uh, people who are doing stuff. And you want to, like, make as many connections as possible to be a part of those invites. Um, also, definitely... Um... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, but um, I would say, like, just be around the people. Um, I also market myself uh, word of mouth. You know, I think that that connection is very important because I don't want to work with just everybody. I want to work with people that I can build relationships with, you know, be a part of their milestones and memories in their life. Okay. Um, but I use all the platforms that I possibly can, learning new ones every day. k Lady 17 says, do you get stressed doing this? Like, is it a stressful job? I mean, it is high octane at some time. Sometimes it is for sure. Um, but as far as making sure things run smoothly, no, I don't get too stressed. It's like I thrive in that chaos, that disorder, and then it makes everything run smoother. Like I'm the eye of the storm, and everything else is moving around me, and I can just focus and I just zone in. Um, let, uh, let me ask you one question: Do you do you think for like people coming up in bed plan? Because I know a lot of people try to do a bed plan. Um, the like you said, the back end, like having the right printer and graphic designer and stuff of those natures, those connections, do you think those connections should be built first or as you go along? I think that we all know a person who does a little bit of this and that. Mm -hmm. So start with who you know that's close around you. Mm -hmm. And then along with experience, I think that you can grab in people to like, you know, do different things for you. And you don't have to do it all. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to get into events, 
you don't have to craft everything. You can outsource, and it's okay to do those things. You know, you might spend a little bit more, so your budget gotta go up, right? right? But you know, it's you don't have to do it all, and you can outsource, and you can get uh, build those connections along the way. Everything doesn't have to be um, up front. But as far as your back end, like making sure like your paperwork is good mm-hmm. and stuff, like yeah, that's necessary. Yeah, I don't think people realize, like like you say, they don't have to do it all. I think a lot of the players that I know try to do it all. They get a T-shirt yeah. printer. They get a, a, a printer to do the graphics on the, on the cups and all that. And I don't think they realize that it'd probably be cheaper and less time getting someone a connection that you can get those things pushed out quickly because you have a relationship with them. Right. I feel like with people like that, you know, that do it all, mm-hmm. I feel like those are the people that, that's greedy. They want the money for themselves, and they don't want to go outside of what they feel like they could do themselves. Because why should I pay somebody else to do something I could probably do? That's how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah but you, but I, my, me personally, I would always think you would want to expand to bigger events. And if you get an event with fifty thousand people, you're not going to print fifty thousand t-shirts. I don't right. care. I don't care what you say. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, you know, I had to learn that as well, too. You know, um, I did want to just do it all because I thought I could just handle it all. You yeah. know, um, I had a lot of confidence. <laughs> um, and, you know, I did that for a while, but I realized that it's just easier when you when you know the chef. You know the, you know, someone who can print out your T-shirts. You know someone who can, you know, hang up your decorations. Mm-hmm. And you know someone who can build things for you it just makes it easier for you and then you get a better event I feel like as oh I'm sorry as an event planner how do you deal with the attitudes (laughs) the attitudes (laughs) what attitudes Tasha girl they don't people don't have no attitude with events girl they just be real relaxed it'd be a breeze okay okay (laughs) if you say so yeah I have future clients out here, so I'm okay. like, you know. But seriously, on a serious note, though, like, I really, really try not to let it get under my skin because I know that you just want this event to be special. Yeah. You want it to be memorable. And that day before the event, I, I tell all my clients, like, I already know you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be calling me a lot. You're going to be almost cursing me out. I can handle it because, like, this is your event that comes with it. You know, that's why you hired me, so you can take the stress off, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to be stressed regardless, so. Oh, you're yeah. a good one, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be the best of trying. You're a good one. <laughs> so, you yourself, mm-hmm. how do you keep from not giving up? How do you keep from, like, okay, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this no more. I'm over it. Like, how do you keep from not getting to that place where you just feel like event plan is not what you want to do anymore? Um, I really, for me, I have a lot of faith, uh, maybe a little bit of delusion in there. <laughs> I, I think that I can really master this. I believe that this is my calling. So, like, I I understand that it's going to take a lot of uh, hard work and tenacity to just keep pushing through. And on those days that I'm not feeling like a superstar um, about my choice. Um, I lean into like this was just a dream before, right. and now you're building your reality. So like I can kind of lean in on that. So 
so I don't feel so, you know, pressed, pressure. Sneak says, uh, well, K-Lady 17 says, uh, sometimes you hate to hate having to depend on others. I guess that's what we were talking about, the right. team. And Slick says, you have to have, you need a reliable team to help you with the stress. Yes, yep. mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm building my team now with a lot of, I just have a bunch of different people around um, that are really just making it a lot more enjoyable. And so it's becoming a lot more fun. Like, you know, it just it just takes time. And I, and I just want to say, whenever you're starting to dream, it just takes time. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? This sounds like a job interview. Right. Where do you see yourself in the next five years with your event planning? Like, where, where do you see this going? Okay. Um, well, I told you guys about the, the event hall, so that's one. And the party house. And the party house. So those are the two things right there. Um, we have an online store coming because I want to have, like, a little party city. You know, maybe give some shout-out and love to people who have interesting designs. So if you know some creators out there who want to get into party decor I'm looking for y'all um, and then um, as just you know eventually you know making this nationwide I hope to have like a bunch of event planners under my umbrella wishers as I call them in different states that can help encourage other people to, other people to become event planners and you know give people their dream events you know maybe 50 of us out here you know catering to people and all all that so that's really the goal um, I'm really really excited about it so. so say for instance I come to you and I say hey I had a previous event planner and she canceled I only got $500 make this happen what can you do <laughs> but you gotta give her what is it that she's making happen you can't so just I'm throw throwing, okay so I'm throwing say for instance I'm throwing like a baby shower okay I'm not having no more kids, just FYI, oh, <laughs> but a baby okay. shower. Okay. But I got $500 and my event planner just canceled. And I need you to get the cake. I need you to get the t-shirts, the cups. I need you to do all of it. But I only what got five. See, you're not giving a good, what have your event planner done so far? She did shit. Oh, okay. She didn't even the phone. How you paid her? <laughs> I ain't paid her. I paid her. I gave her a deposit. I gave her $100 deposit. Okay, okay. But all I got now towards this event is $500. I need you to help me. How do you handle those type of situations? Because I know they come along. Um, they do. Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, that does happen. Um, a lot. Um, sometimes I do have to decline because it's like too short notice and it's just not enough that I can work with. But um, if there is enough time, for sure, I will do my best to aid them you know what family members can we call in at this point to help you get what you want is there an auntie a cousin a brother you know who can help you get this and that who can we lean on so we can try and get it done and it may not be what you want but it's definitely going to be everything that you desire Yeah, she does have a lot of patience because I ain't got none. So as, <laughs> Sorry. A, so as an event plan, I know you got future clients, so I don't want to make it sound terrible. But yeah. as an event planner, do you find that a lot of clients, once you tell them the, the price, oh, well, let's put it this way, a lot of clients think that you're not supposed to be paid. Yeah. You um, know, like they don't want to pay you. Like, you ain't do nothing but do this. Like, right. I, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, you're, you, when you do the event, and it, let's say you, you didn't 
they done gave you five thousand mm dollars. -hmm. And you do the event and they were like, This ain't five thousand dollars worth of stuff. And you're like, Well, I had to pay the DJ, I had to pay the bartender, I had to pay my you know, myself, yeah. my fees and they're like, Well what you know, what fees they don't realize. So what that, did I actually pay for? Right. right. They don't realize mm -hmm. what they actually pay for. Right. Yeah. Do you break that down in your bill to them? Yeah, nothing shuts things down quicker than an invoice. Right. Let me just say that. When they when you when you give them that breakdown of the invoice, that usually stops the madness there mm -hmm. with the clients. Okay. Um but there are some that you know, just really don't know how how much things cost, mm -hmm. and it's not like you're you're usually going to Party City to, right. to get you know these right. events done. You know, you're usually you know outsourcing and mm -hmm. taking time. So, like, I think communication is key, mm -hmm. and finding an event planner that you trust mm -hmm. is a big one because just because they you see their work online or something and you meet them in person, you may not really like what they do you don't like the energy mm -hmm. and I think that that's important when you're working with someone that the energy be right so that you can perform your best mm -hmm. you know and um, I don't want nobody doing nothing for me that has a bad attitude right. so <laughs> you know I don't want to you know do that to other people do you have to go to school for a event plan is it a, is it a certification or a degree or something that you know some people might want to see or that you would prefer to have that most event plans would, would, you would prefer your event plans. So let's say if you have an right. event planner school, a business where you have several event planners and you're hiring event planners, would you want them to have that certificate or certification? Um, you know, you don't have to because I feel like, you know, it is something that you can learn. It's a skill. Mm -hmm. It's a skill. Event planning is a skill. You do one event um, a, a few times over, you'll start getting hang of it. You know how things flow. Mm -hmm. um, but there, you can go into hospitality, you know, to refine some of those skills that you may want to incorporate, you know, later, like, you know, uh, table folding, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, napkin folding, right. or, you know, learning how to do linens or something like that, or learning how to do desserts on the fly if, in case you don't have a chef or something. But, you know, you can do those type of skill trainings, I believe, that will enhance you overall. And there's always YouTube University. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. YouTube University never yes. steers you wrong. Oh, and TikTok. It's like yeah, you TikTok can go down the everything. rabbit hole on that. And yeah. just of all different things, people are so creative. Mm. Yeah. You can TikTok. learn anything. Mm. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok teach you everything. It's some stuff on TikTok that I ain't even know. I just be typing in stuff, like, and then TikTok will tell you everything. Yeah. So, yeah, TikTok and YouTube is... The go-to source. I did a Sunday dinner off a TikTok recipe. Mm. This roasted pork. I just did it on Sunday. It was a roasted pork, pork sesame oil, uh, soy sauce, and a roasted apple. Mm. It cut like butter. Mm. And I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to make a reel on how to do this because mm. it was really like... And I'm like, from TikTok, y'all? <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. What's the biggest event you've had? And did you work alone, or did you have a team, or, you know, and how did you handle it? Okay. Um, the biggest event that I had, it was a wedding um, a few summers back, um, and I did have help a lot. There was a team involved there. It was an African wedding, mm. so 
it was the biggest thing that I've ever at, at to date mm-hmm. uh, to, to do and um, the family really chipped in with that they had chefs in the family so mm-hmm. they did all of that all I had to do was just organize make sure people were standing where they needed to stand the rehearsal and uh, you know making sure that the decor was nice and it was outside so it was hot you know I had to make sure everyone was refreshed and tried to make it nice by adding some lavender flower scented towels you know just throwing that out what, what I do what I do <laughs> so you can stay nice and cool you know so that the, the challenge really for me was it was one of those situations where someone came to me last minute and was like, can you do this for me? Last minute to me for a wedding is like six months, right. you know, because you need a lot of time to get things done. But at um, around the, the four month mark, they needed some help. I'm like, oh, well, how much have you got done? Right. <laughs> and uh, surprise, it was, it was enough. Mm-hmm. So I was able to jump in and, you know, help out so what if I came to you eight months in advance before planning an event and in your mind you asked me so how do you vision your event and I said you I don't know I want you to handle everything and then it's like three to four months to the event and you show me your ideas and your decor and stuff and I say I don't like none of this and I want it this way this way and this way how do you handle those type of situations? Because <laughs> it's people out here be like, you said you ain't had nothing in mind, so I went with what I felt like you wanted because I asked you your ideas and stuff like that. And I, you know, went off your feedback. But now you're saying you don't like it. How do you handle that? Because I know me, I changed my mind at the drop of a dime. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, no, I want bling. And six months ago, I said I ain't want no bling. Right. So, how do you handle that? Because I know people can be indecisive and um, change their mind a lot. So yeah. how do you handle those type of clients? Well, you know, I work with you before, girl. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah. But when people change their mind, I think that just comes with the course of, you know, um, I do like to do a lot of communication. Like, what is your vision? Let's like, I know you have no idea what mm-hmm. you want to do. And that's fine, but we're going to narrow it down through options and choices. I just can't can't just come up with any. I mean, I can. I can come up with anything. But we need your personal touches. Right. And I need to pull those out from you through a series of questions, you know. Right. Like, right. you know, what is your favorite scent? What is your favorite color? What's your favorite texture? Uh, what type of vibe do you like? when you walk into the room are the lights bright are they are they dim what's your favorite snack do you like crunchy do you like sweet you know those are the questions that I ask so I can help you um, come up with what you really want because it you know you're going to change your mind because once you start planning an event you see everything that looks so much fun and everything that looks amazing so you want it all and there's nothing wrong with that it's just like you know you're just going to reel it back in a little bit. <laughs> so how do you work with people a part of a team? So say, for instance, you're doing a big event and you gather all these teammates up. And then you got somebody, you in charge. They hired you. Mm-hmm. 
but you hired them to come help you. But then you got somebody that's saying, well, no, I'm going to take over. No. You know, it's a lot of people out here that got that takeover spirit. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not a pushover. <laughs> so when I'm in event mode, just stay out the way. I'm going to delegate to you the tasks that need to be right. done, you know, because I'm a boss. And I feel like although I can be kind, I'm going to be firm and help you position yourself because maybe you were mistaken. So I'm just going to, like, you know, help you come back in line. You know, because we're all working together, and I don't want to, you know, forget that. But I also have to be in charge. Right. You know, I can't let you run the ship. Right. Right. And I only got one, one more question. As you as an event planner, how do you balance your events and your your daily life, like work-life balance? <laughs> I mean... Uh, that's always going to be balancing, right? <laughs> I'm trying to always keep that in motion. But um, I typically know every event does not work around my family. Right. Um, but I do my best to um, be at home mostly um, around when I, when I don't have events. Um, I don't have to worry so much about, um, I think, the pressure of maybe not being able to make it because it's my truest desire that I will. Right. So, um, I, I try and make sure, like, the, the baby's good, like, she has stuff to do if I have an event. Um, she has a little snack bag. She has to come with me if I do a setup. You know, um, dinner's in the fridge. You know, stuff like that. Like, the house is clean. I like coming home to a clean house anyway. Um, but, you know, there are times where I come home late, and there are times that I'm up early, and there's times that I'm making you know, noise in the house, and I just ask, you know, him to bear with me, which he does, and um, that's as best as I can do, I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone who can do it all, you know, but I really try, I need to try. Sleep wants to know, have you done a family reunion yet? Yes, I've done a family reunion, and um, we had a marching band at this one, it was a lot of fun. Oh, wow, a marching band. <laughs> <laughs> whole marching band. I ain't never seen a marching band at a family reunion. Oh, yeah, right. girl, it was fun. Did, uh, is event planning your only job? Do you have another job that goes along with you? Um, no, that right now this is my only okay. hustle. Okay. I mean, other than mom hustling, I'm okay. a mom. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, right. That's but, always a job. Yes, <laughs> yes. But this is like, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to stay at home when mm. my youngest was born. So instead of immediately jumping back into work, I used this time to kind of like, you know, go for it a little bit more. I had already started on it a little bit, you know, but I was working before. Um, so I didn't have the opportunity to really like give it my all. But since I had this opportunity, I was like, let's just go for it. Let's yeah. just see what happens. They say you have to, when you have the security of, the, of, of a regular job, don't tend to go for your dreams as hard so right. I just was asking oh I mean I believe you can I think it's your desire like your willpower like even though I was working um, you know I had to work hard right before I was able to relax right um, I worked really hard but I never lost my dream right. I never lost that little thing inside of me that was like this is something I want to do and I used to tell Tasha I'm like I know this sounds crazy I want to do parties. Like I don't know why she keep calling Tasha, but okay. 
Miss Gemini, Miss Gemini, I'm so sorry, Miss Gemini. And I get what you're saying. You know, but they say that, and I'll say they, I say us people, a lot of people say that you don't have that, when you don't have that fallback, you tend to still go harder. Like you, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You worked hard anyway, but you you spend more time working hard on what you what your dream is. I guess what you were saying, like where you would spend eight hours or nine hours a day on this job that come do your dream. Now you have all day. You right. know what I'm saying? You have all day because you don't have a fallback. There's no plan B. Right. This is plan A, B, and C. Yes. So you have to put your all into it. You exactly. Yeah. One hundred percent. Right. Right. Like right. if I if I didn't think that I was gonna make it, I wouldn't have started it. Right. I gotta see it to the end, right. and like I'm prepared for it to be a roller coaster because I don't think any entrepreneur has a smooth journey. Um, I think that that struggle is what makes it beautiful and makes the mission even greater. You know. Okay. So you have any last words, any advice you want to give to anybody? Like I said, that wants to get into event planning, wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I feel like you look go for it. You have one life to live. Um, you will be successful because you've been successful so far in what you've been trying to do. So it wouldn't be such a stretch if you just did something different. Sometimes it you keep your dreams to yourself until you know they're ready to bloom. It can take months, days, or years, but you know keep going for it. If you want to be an event planner, you can always uh, hit me up on social media. I'd love to help you. And also, you want to drop your IG? Yes, it's uh, YW underscore Sharice, S H A R I S S E. trying to be. for real, though. Because, you know, it comes from having a lot of struggle, you know? And you got to muscle through. So. I mean, I, I can't waste time being too down, right? But, yeah, you um, if you want to do it, just really do it. It's going to be scary. I be trying to get her to be so tough. Like, just stop. Fight. Right. Like, get angry. <laughs> something, cuss, yell, scream, something. But she always, she's always been positive. Always been positive. Ever since the day I met her, she's always been positive. So, that's, this is just her. This is who she is. She's pleasant, soft, sweet. She's she she good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do that fake positivity, right? And I get on my friends' nerves with just being positive because they want me. Like Miss <laughs> Gemini said, because you, you saw me check me. She checked yeah. me, right? <laughs> she wants me to be tough, you know, and I am tough, you know. But they, they're my tough, right, you know, right. so I can pour into them and be polite, kind of. But you know. They only let me. Nah. No, they make me into the bad guy. They give me a little. They give me a little bad. Though she know we we got her back though. So yeah, I love that. But I just really want to thank you for joining us today, and thank you for sharing your event business with us. Your wish, um, like again, if you want to look her up, is Y W underscore yes S H A. R-I-S-S-E, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, you go, girl. <laughs> so I got a little education. <laughs> but, yeah, so I really, really, truly thank you for being here today. And um, thank what, you. So, like I said. Follow you. Huh? Follow you. Me? Yeah, after Instagram. So I am. I'm going to get to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But I do want to take a moment before we log off tonight to just thank DJ Live, Miss Slick, and also uh, Miss Miss Lot for everything. Because uh, without you guys, there will be no us. So I just want to take a moment to thank you all and give you all your flowers because you truly, you know, are inspiration to all. So um, for everything you all do, I don't know if you know. I'm not. I'm speaking for me. Okay. So I just wanted to appreciate you all and give you all your flowers and exactly. things like that and tell you thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everything and everything you do. Yeah, yeah. We try to make sure that, you know, all the people that, that you know, come to us to do podcasts and we treat them like family. Because we always, we always say we're not trying to come up on you. We're trying to come up with you. Right. So we try to make sure that all the podcasts that we have here know that, as you come up, we come up. We all come up together. There's right. no, you know, just us and this Miss Rail. It's Miss Miss Rail family. And right. we try to make sure everybody, even the ones that's left us, we don't have any ill will towards and we want them to grow because yeah. if you guys outgrow us here, cool. That's cool. That shows our our growth. That shows what we were able to do. And we never we never we didn't do this because we were trying to get rich. We were doing it because of the love of doing it, you know. Right. So we thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. You know, it's all love from us. You know, we try to do the best we can for everybody. Um, sometimes we don't do it because we be tired, but we try right. to make sure that we help as much as we possibly can. Slick does, you know, the posting and all that stuff, and this big slot with going out to events and meet here every day doing this. We try to make sure that we do everything we can to help all the people that podcast with us because podcasting is not easy it's not, it's not an easy thing and um just coming here talking and trying to figure out what you're going to talk about every week that's not easy you know right but we love it we love doing it because it, it brings us joy we laugh and talk something like i tell we tell people every time we quit every day just to begin again tomorrow yeah you exactly know? so you know we, we appreciate it thank you so much and you know you're part of the family now, so oh, it is what it is. I know, right? well, I'm excited. I can't wait to come back. You know, I, lo I love I love home cooked meals too. It's, it's perfect. As long as we bring your own money. That's right. That's right. Bym, bring your own money. Bring your own money. Oh, Slick so said that we host. We host. We host. And DJ. We do DJ. I do DJ, but. The, the days have to be correct for me. Like, I can't right. DJ during the week. Yeah. I do shows and mm -hmm. I work. So, you know, usually on the weekends it's better. Yeah. Saturday is really my only day that I have a belt. So, if you need DJ for a Saturday, let me know. Okay. Okay. The you know. Thank <laughs> I have you. all my own equipment, my own mics, my own speakers. I don't need anything. See? I'm a self contained unit. Only thing I need is power, and I don't bet you that'll go away because I'll be get a generator. See, because I love that, and I do be needing DJs on Saturdays because <laughs> it's hard. You know, people get booked up so fast. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I mean, I get booked up, but I usually pass it on to like we have a DJ does a show on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'll pass it to him. You know, mm -hmm. do things because it's, it's not all about me. If I know that I can't do it, and you say. DJ Lab, can you do an event for me Saturday? And I'd be like, I can't do it, but I know somebody who can. Yes. You know, I do that. It's the type of stuff I do That's because yes. we're all family. You know what I'm saying? Mix a lot. She bartends. Yeah. Oh, I love Ms. that. Mix a lot. It's a certified bartender. Yep. Because I have some drink creations that I need <laughs> someone to make for me because mm -hmm. I am not a bartender. 
Yeah, Miss Miss Lott is a certified bartender. And we have the Miss Wonderful Slick who handles all the social media. Oh, see, all social media. See, yeah, I love that. We're growing something here. One stop shop. Even when we do events, we if we someone says live stream, we live stream events and all that stuff. See, that's awesome. Yeah, I love what y'all got going on over here. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone. Like I said, DJ Lab Slick, Miss Mix a Lot, Sharice, uh, thank you all. And you can all can follow me on my social media, Miscommunications Talk Podcast, uh, The Real Queen Gemini, and on TikTok, uh, Gemini Queen. And you can also follow <laughs> Misfits Radio and TV on all social media platforms. All social media platforms. And until next time. Peace. I'm that bitch. Been that bitch, still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm the hood, Mona Lisa, break a nigga into pieces Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza I'm way too exclusive, I don't shop on Insta boutiques All the little ass clothes only fit fake booties Bad bitch, still talking cash shit Pussy like water, I'm a mother and relaxing 